Welcome back to the Life Lessons Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to talk about kindness. Often we use the terms nice and kind in the same sentence. We describe people as nice and kind interchangeably. I believe that there is an important difference between the two, and that, while it is nice to be nice, it is essential to be kind. Being nice is when you are polite to people and treat people well. Being kind is when you care about people and show you care. Sometimes you can be kind to someone even though you aren't nice to them and you can certainly be nice to someone but also be unkind. To me, the difference between these two comes in terms of depth. According to a growing body of research, being nice can in fact have a positive impact on our overall health and well-being. Here are a few ways being kind is actually good for us. Number one, it helps us foster closer relationships. Lending a hand to a friend in need can strengthen your relationship. Being kind gives us a chance to show someone that they mean something to us. It doesn't matter if it's your partner, an acquaintance or your taxi driver. No matter how shallow or deep your relationship, being kind deepens it further. And research shows that having strong relationships and a solid support system may be the key to happiness. Additionally, research shows that being kind to others activates our posterior superior temporal cortex, the part of the brain associated with empathy. By exercising our understanding muscle, we are better able to see the world from other people's perspective and listen to friends and family with kindness and compassion. Number two, being kind is a natural anxiety antidote. Studies show that acts of kindness can ease social anxiety. In one study, college students who had scored high on a social anxiety assessment were separated into three groups. Researchers asked one group to engage in three acts of kindness a day, two days a week, for four weeks. They asked members of the second group to simply try to be more social with people and members of the third group to keep a diary of their social interactions. By performing random acts of kindness, members of the first group experienced positive interactions, decreasing their fear of negative interactions and their social anxiety overall. Being kind to someone in need also helps us put life into perspective. By helping us practice gratitude for all that we have, being kind to others who are struggling can help us see that life's small adversities don't matter so much. Number three, kindness leads to longevity. Research shows that social isolation leads to an increased risk of early mortality. The correlation is so strong that some researchers have compared isolation statistics with those associated with smoking, obesity, and lack of physical activity. Conversely, when we make strong connections with others through random acts of kindness, we affirm our social relationships and increase our likelihood of survival by as much as 50%. Research shows that complex levels of social integration, such as instances in which we offer significant help to a close friend in need, have the highest impact on our longevity. However, all acts of kindness have a positive impact on our long-term well-being and health. Than before, we are happier when we are nicer. Similar to a runner's high, being kind boosts our happiness. There is a Chinese saying that says, if you want happiness for an hour, take a nap. A day, go fishing. A year, inherit a fortune. If you want happiness for a lifetime, help somebody. For centuries, philosophers all over the world have said the same thing. Happiness is best found in the joy of helping others. Various studies have shown a direct connection between kindness, altruism, and less depression. Quite simply, kindness makes us happy and happiness makes us kind. In what experts believe to be a kindness feedback loop of sorts, the happier we feel about our past generosity, the more we are likely to give in the future. We are happier when we give to others, 
than when we are when we give to ourselves. Number five, it reduces stress. The way we interact with others is directly related to our own emotional health. Being kind seems to buffer the negative effects stress has on us. Witnessing or participating in acts of kindness produces oxytocin, the love hormone. Oxytocin lowers our blood pressure and improves our overall heart health. It also increases our self-esteem and optimism. Additionally, being kind acts like a medical antidepressant in that it stimulates the production of serotonin, the feel-good chemical that calms us down. In one Emory University study, researchers studied compassion meditation participants. They placed the participants in stressful situations in the lab, along with a controlled group of people who had not had the compassion meditation training. The researchers found that the students who were practicing compassion meditation released significantly lower doses of cortisol, the stress hormone. Number six, we may be wired to be kind. Our good nature is something that's ingrained in us from an early age. Studies show that some of us are born with certain genes that give us specific receptors to oxytocin and vasopressin two hormones that promote feelings of love. Other studies show that nurture, or how our parents raised us, makes us naturally inclined to be kind. Either way, it's possible that being kind feels good because from an early age, we've known that it's the right thing to do. Number seven, be kind to yourself. Don't forget to be kind to yourself as well. Many are struggling with their mental health. Take some time out for yourself. Take care of yourself and treat yourself as you would others. Self-kindness means not judging yourself harshly. It also means not holding yourself to impossibly high standards. And it means putting an end to comparing yourself to others and to beating yourself up for making a mistake or for not being good enough at something. Remember, being kind is not just something we do in the offline world. It also relates to our online behavior. Sadly, the keyboard warriors are still out in force. What is it about a keyboard and screen that makes them think they can say what they want? Of course, we're all entitled to an opinion, but keep them as that, an opinion. It doesn't have to be rude or nasty. You know the saying, it isn't what you say, it's how you say it. That saying really matters because having a discussion about a hot topic can be fulfilling for everyone involved when it doesn't degenerate into insults, name calling and rudeness. Just think before you type. If you don't like someone's status, move on, hide or delete it. If you follow an organizational group, don't stay there just to post nasty negative comments. Unfollow and join something that interests you. Be kind, kindness really does matter. People really are struggling right now and may not always shout about it. Kindness won't make everything better, but it will make our lives easier and more rewarding. And remember, as Aesop said, no act of kindness, no matter how small, is ever wasted. That's it for this episode. I hope you found it useful and that you apply kindness to your day. I'll leave you with the wise words of the Chinese philosopher Lao Tzu. Watch your thoughts, they become words. Watch your words, they become actions. Watch your actions, they become habit. Watch your habits. They become character. Watch your character. It becomes your destiny.